Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest edition of Garage Talk. We have Chandler Smith on the show for Kyle Busch Motorsports in the Truck Series number 18. Actually just came off of a huge win at Las Vegas. You beat the boss man and John Hunter Nemechek. A lot of people were surprised by that. I actually wasn't because I did pick <laughs> you. We'll start off with that. And um, you're actually about to have, didn't even know this until just a couple minutes ago, about to have his victory lunch at the shop so congrats on that big win Chandler tell me about how that felt yeah it was awesome man from the get-go in stage one probably around lap 10 or so I came on the radio I was like this thing's on rails like we're, we're really good we're good enough to win this race I said that again and um, but the thing about mile and a half racing is it's so situation dependent it's kind of like plate racing a little bit you got to put yourself in the right position there at the very end because everybody's so good especially at Las Vegas at that time of the year we're all basically wide open there's nothing really you can do to break away from the pack and uh, break the draft and stuff. It's just everybody can always suck up and stay right on your tailgate. So it's really hard to um, necessarily, once you get the lead, just drive off into the sunset, kind of like actually how we did at Phoenix. So with that being said, I knew that going in. And it was a matter of just making sure that we were in contention and in the right spot at the very end of the race, which second to last restart. Um, we were second or first or whatever it was, uh, when Kyle split me three wide, we fell back a few positions, but luckily we were able to rebound to where on that <clears throat> very last restart, we restarted fourth and I was able to return the favor a little bit. And, um, that ultimately was kind of like the move that dictated the race. Once I got back by him, uh, Zane was a sitting duck at that point because our trucks could suck up so well. And he already had some right front damage to where, um, his straightaway speed was a little more killed especially when he didn't have the draft um it was more killed than ours yeah no that was sick especially i remember that restart because i remember like falling to my knees my heart dropped because i thought you were done i seen the whenever, video yeah whatever you whenever <laughs> he splits you up high i was like he's out gosh dang yeah. it man like but luckily or i wouldn't even call it luck you drove back through there and, and put on a heck of a show so what did kyle bush have to say to you because i mean it's such an interesting <laughs> thing with him because i feel like if he doesn't win, he's pissed off, but it's good to see one of his trucks win, right? So what did he yeah. have to say to you after the matter? He was definitely really happy about, you know, the 18 team won. I'm sure if Zane won and I didn't win and we came in second, he would have been a little more upset, but he wasn't really necessarily upset. That's Kyle. It's in, if you're not a race, if you're a race car driver, you would, you would have the same approach as Kyle does when this situation, if you don't win, obviously you're there to win races as well. But if you're a team owner, and um, one of your trucks just won. It's still that's a really cool moment. Not only that, um, that's that's the biggest thing about it was one of the KBM trucks still won. That's what that's what meant the most to him still. So he was happy about it. We joked around. I was like, hey, thanks for letting me complete one of my bucket list things. And that's to beat you in one of your trucks. So that was really cool. No, that's awesome. All right. So looking ahead to Atlanta. Uh, we talked about earlier, it's kind of similar to plate racing, I guess, with the trucks on these mile and a halfs. You're going to have a, a slightly different <clears throat> aero package going to Atlanta. They're kind of trying to bunch everybody up a little bit more. So style of racing, what are you expecting out of Atlanta coming up this weekend? It'll definitely be Daytona. Um, I'm thinking lap trucks are going to be a problem for sure, but it's going to be pack racing just like Daytona, Talladega. 
going to be a lot more narrow. It's going to be, I mean, I don't know if you noticed or anything, but Daytona, every single truck out there was ill handling from the drop of the flag. We were all trying to wreck every single lap. It, on TV, it didn't look as bad, but from my perspective and where I was sitting, I was on eggshells the whole race. So with that being said, it's the same tire that we're going back with, um, same engine package, every, everything. It's the exact same package that we run at Daytona and Talladega. So it's definitely going to be pack racing, and there it's more narrow than Daytona, I believe, as well. So there's not going to be as much room for air to flow. Not only that, so when people are sitting on your door in the middle of the corner, it's going to make the trucks really light when they lose all that side force. So uh, with that being said, I don't think it's going to be – Hopefully I'm wrong, but I think there's going to be quite a few wrecks and I think it's going to come down to a very attrition race to whoever's there at the end. And that, that goes back to, honestly, you just riding around saying all the wrecks, whoever's there at the end is going to have a chance to win it. It's going to be interesting. I'm really not sure what to expect, even with Xfinity and cup as well, but we get the gist of it. Like you said, it's going to be similar to Daytona and Talladega, but hopefully you bring that 18 back in victory lane Speaking of victory lane, so I got to add this now because you said you saw my video from last week. <laughs> I want to, first of all, I want to know your thoughts on the video. And second of all, the other time I picked you, which by the way, for Garage Run that didn't know, I did pick Chandler Smith to win at Vegas plus 1500, which means $100 bet wins you $1,500 essentially. So uh, everybody was riding Kyle Bush. I was like, nah, I think, I think Chandler Smith's going to pull this one out. But <laughs> so uh, talk about your reaction to my video, which is cool. That You're you kind of seeing it. It was it? awesome. You can actually ask my wife. I seen it when I left the track after we got through with all the media stuff. I was just going through Twitter and seeing some of the stuff. And your video was one of the first things that popped up and I watched it. And I could not stop laughing for like five minutes straight. I watched it probably 10 times in a row. And I'm sitting there, <laughs> we're driving. And my wife, my dad was talking, we were taking him to the airport. I was like, hey, babe, listen to this. And I just put it up to her ear and she started dying out laughing too. It's awesome because it's so authentic. And just like you said, like my odds weren't that great. I mean, I don't have, I didn't have the best um, <clears throat> track record for my own house, especially at Vegas. So my odds were pretty high up there. But um, if you look back to Vegas last year in the fall, we were really strong. But obviously we got taken out and our program overall as the 18 teams gotten a lot better. So everywhere we've been going, we've been a lot better than we were in the past. So taking that to grain of salt you picking that ultimately was it was pretty neat i appreciate that hey everybody listen to that because you just bragged on me for picking them all right we're, <laughs> we're gonna have to soak that in a little more but second thing i wanted to ask about is bristol you know I, we talked about it, picked you to win bristol and we were next to your mom and uh garage got chased couldn't be here in this interview uh was kind of videoing it and kind of brought it back to light what a couple weeks ago probably around the time that you had won so tell me about mm -hmm. that whole experience. Like you're, you're 19 years old. You're still at that age where it's like, Hey mom, yeah. like you're embarrassing me. Or was it just like, that's really cool. No. To see my parents see that kind of thing. Like, tell me about that. No, it was. So in the moment it was kind of like, I was trying to just take in the win and all I could hear in the background realistically was my mom. And I was just trying to take in the moment because we were in a muscle situation and advanced the next round of playoffs. Very I just clutch. won my first ever truck series race. All year leading up to that, I've had nothing but crappy luck. We came very close to winning in Knoxville, kind of got um, messed over there. And then it was just, I've been very close to getting that first win and finally get that monkey off my back. It was just like a very sweet moment that I was just trying to take in. But it was after going back, and not only that, like I'm about to be a dad now as well. So I kind of am starting to understand the emotions and stuff that a parent would feel for their child. Like, granted, I don't have a child yet, but I kind of, my, my perspective on, 
a lot of different things have changed now. So with that being said, I, I talked to her about, I was like, Hey, next time just calm down. She's like, I was just super excited. Cause I know how much it meant to you. And I was like, yeah, no, I get it. It's just, it was a little embarrassing. It was a little embarrassing to say the least, but it, at the end of the day, it's my mom. I love her to death and I'm glad that she was there to experience it. It was a really cool moment nonetheless. And to, uh, to continue off what you just said, you talked about your wife and you're having a baby. Congratulations on that. Thank you. You're 19 years old. And you just the maturity factor with you on and off the track seems seems really interesting to me. Like I'm 26 and I'm thinking about the the type of beer I'm going to get at Hooters on Thursday night uh, before Atlanta. And you got a wife and you got a kid on the way. So tell me about the maturity factor that I mean, you may not see it, but we see it and we talk about it. And do you think off the track, what's going on with your personal life helps you on the track? A thousand percent. And I'm a big believer in, well, it all depends on what you're doing and all, but I'm a big believer. in just like my wife, when we first met, she was, she was still necessarily like she act her age. I'll put it that way. She act her age more. And now she acts like way older than she, she even is. So she matured a lot faster once we got together and stuff. And uh, with that being said, I always get that comment that I seem like I've matured a lot faster than most people. I'm, I'm more mature, this, that, and other. And I think a lot of that had to do with me growing up. I've been racing since I've been, I was four years old. My dad runs his own business. And when we were going to the races and stuff, all of his business calls and everything, he was taking them on the road. And I would sit there and just listen to it and listen how he did business, how that, like the inner loops of it and everything. And I would just listen to that and process it and take it in and try to like figure out why that's the way you do business, ask him questions. And that's the thing. I've been blessed enough to be around a lot of people that have a lot of experience in life in general life as far as racing, just pure life in general, where I could sit there and pick their brain and see what they've been through. And I'm a, I, I do that a lot. So I can take in kind of like that experience a little bit to where it's, it's not that I've done that necessarily, whatever moment they're talking about or memory it is, but it's like, I can feel it and experience it in my own way. I'm trying to digest it a little bit. So I guess that's kind of helps, but just, Overall, definitely, it's helped me on the racetrack, becoming more mature, having a wife now. I'm very Christian-driven. I'm, I'm very um, religious, and I'm open about that a lot as well. And I, I'm a strong believer that me and her were meant to get together a few years ago. We are supposed to have our first kid, actually, now. And um, we're on the path that God set out for us, and we're riding along with it. We're just along for the ride right now. So, I'm really blessed to be in the position I am. I'm, I'm really happy. I appreciate you saying that. I, I take that as a compliment for sure. So I appreciate you saying that about me as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's very admirable to see somebody at your age where you are right now in life and seeing a really strong success on the track and off the track with your personal life. So uh, to continue off that, tell me more about your personal life. You know, we try to me specifically, I've, I've been watching the truck series my whole life. I love trucks. And we, I try to put a lot more spotlight on you guys and girls in the truck series because I think it's super important for the foundation of NASCAR. And the series is very exciting. And people don't realize how exciting it is until they watch it. Um, so tell me more about Chandler yeah. Smith, man. What's, I know you do a lot of late model racing, big late model guy. You won the Snowball Derby yeah. in 2021. But off the track, tell me about some things that you do to have fun. <laughs> well, I guess you could say I'm kind of boring. I don't really do anything on my off time. I just want to try to be able to spend as much time with my wife as I can, because honestly, like this year, I'm racing like 43, 44 races. There's only like 52 weeks in the year. So you add all that up. I'm racing a lot this year and I don't really have any off time. So anytime I have off time, we just try to 
uh, spend time together, go on like a little mini trip or something, just being able to take in those small moments that we have that's completely outside of racing because racing is ultimately our life right now. I mean, this is my career. This is what we're doing to provide for our family and our kid. And uh, I got to, when I'm, when I'm working, I got to pour 110% into that. I can't pour, um, I can't be a hundred percent for her. So once I'm not racing and stuff, I can be that a hundred percent for her. And that's kind of like my off time. I guess I have fun or whatever. Um, is just making sure I spend time with my wife and taking every little moment because life's short at the end of the day. A lot of these things that's on earth is very tip or everything on earth is temporary. So being able to just take in those little moments um, is really critical for myself. Really cool. Really cool. All right. So you said you got what, 44 races outside of trucks. What all are you doing? Uh, I'm doing a bunch of super late model racing this year. I'm doing like 18 races. Okay. <clears throat> so nothing else, just late models and trucks. Yeah, I think I'm doing one or two Trans Am races or TA2 races. Okay. Um, I think one of them's at Mid-Ohio. Maybe I'm just doing one. I think, yeah, just Mid-Ohio is the one I'm doing. I'm not sure. Well, we'll be looking forward to that. Tell me about your hometown. I, ha I happened to look this up. So <laughs> oh, no. You're about an hour from Atlanta, right? About an hour or so from Atlanta. So you're coming to your yep. home, home track this weekend. Yep. Uh, tell me about Talking Rock, Georgia. It sounds like a town... I know it had a really small population. It sounds like a town where everybody hangs out at the Sonic parking lot and like, gets yeah, the I wish we had motors. a Sonic. I don't even have a Sonic. Wow. No, right, we ain't got level. no Sonic. Talking Rock we have is nothing but a level. bunch of local restaurants there, which are really good. I miss that because I don't, me and my wife never really find time to go back to our hometown because that's where she's from. Well, so Talking Rock is inside of Jasper, Georgia or Pickens County, for instance. And Pickens County as a whole has Talking Rock and Jasper in it. So, I had a Talking Rock address, at, so anytime I would, but the thing about it is, is if you went across the road to my neighbors, they had a Jasper address, which Jasper is a completely different, if you look it up, as a completely different population than Talking Rock, and the pictures are a lot different, so it's funny that um, I had a Talking Rock address, but I technically lived in Jasper, because everybody looks up Talking Rock, and it's just hilarious, because I mean, I did, I lived five minutes from Talking Rock, and I lived five minutes from Jasper, it was right in the middle. So, um, but anyways, to answer your question, yeah, there was, we had like a place called Speed Burger, um, what's some other places there, I forget that place, me and my principal actually, so my senior year, this is kind of funny, um, my senior year, me and my wife were doing an online schooling type deal that our high school had to offer so I could go and race more and not have to worry about being absent and all that stuff, because I was all public school going through school, I missed a lot of days, so, um, they introduced this uh, online schooling system to where you could take it online and you could still go about whatever you're doing. So we were doing that. And anyways, you still had to go into school for, I think it was like 10 hours a week or something. So we were in school and I was sitting there just uh, minding my own business. And the principal walks in. He's really cool. His name's Chris Wallace. I love him to death. He's, he's one of my good friends. And he comes in and he starts talking about the race and stuff. He's like, hey, you want to go grab some lunch? Just in the middle of class. So me and him left, me and the principal when got some lunch, I can't remember what that place is called, but we sat there and we talked about, honestly, that's one of the guys that goes back to just have a lot of experience in life. Um, yeah, I've just been blessed to be around a lot of people that have a lot of wisdom and just to pick their brains about it. He's one of the people as well. We sat there for probably two hours just talking about pure life, anything, you name it, we talked about it and just being able to take that and digest it. But um, that was a really cool, our town, everybody knows each other. So it's really neat, especially just like how many people do you hear that your principal just comes in the classroom, starts talking to you, takes you out to lunch and talks for two hours in the middle right. of school. I feel like most 17 year olds or younger in high school hate their principals. So that's, like, that's <laughs> no, nah, he's really cool. cool. He's so cool. How big was your was your graduating class? 
Uh, so we had the biggest, I'm pretty sure we had the biggest graduating class that's ever went through Pickens. I think it was like 600 people maybe. Oh, okay. So, all right. So you went, you went to a grade school outside of Talking Rock then, or was it in Talking Rock? So Talking Rock, like I said, is in Pickens County. Pickens County consists of Jasper, Talking Rock, and I think Marble Hill. Okay. And we only have, we only have one high school and that's for the whole Pickens County district. So it includes everybody that's in Pickens County, but we had, we had two different middle schools, like four different elementary schools, like my elementary school, when, whenever, if you wanted to count like a fifth grade graduation, I think there was only like maybe a hundred of us or something like that. I figured with um, that, with that town, you, your graduating class would have been like four people, honestly. <laughs> but that, that actually surprised me because that's actually bigger, but it makes sense because you got a, a county worth of, I guess, towns or cities all blumped into one. Yeah, so. yeah. Look up Pickens County when you get a chance. That's kind of like, that's, that's technically where I'm from. That's if you want to like look at stats and stuff of how many people are there, stuff like that. That's, that's why, a lot more accurate. Why is Talking Rock called Talking Rock? Do you have any idea? I don't really know, to be honest with you. So I asked once so many people asked me that. So one day when I went back home, I actually asked that. And I felt I felt like I got told something like there was some there was some type of legend or something. I don't know. This is this is like some Scooby Doo stuff right here. There was some type of legend where the Indians back in the day that lived in that area, the rocks talked to them. I don't know. It was something like that. Somebody told me that, and I was like, "What? You gotta what know your home. World? You gotta home. You gotta know your hometown. Your hometown <laughs> uh, background. Come on, man. I didn't know. The only thing I know about my hometown is we have a lot. We're the marble capital of maybe the U.S. or at least Georgia, and um, we have the Marble Hill Festival. And that's about all. I mean, we have some pretty views, pretty hikes. Other than that, oh, we're we're home of the Jeep Fest too. We have Jeep, Jeep Fest. Fest there. Okay, that's yeah, cool. that's where Jeep that's Fest cool. is held. All right, all right. Worth noted. Worth noted. All right. So I'm curious: Is Kyle Bush at the? Is he going to be at the at the meeting here or at the at the lunch in a little while? I'm not uh, trying to talk at, to. Him. I just no, wanted... I don't know honestly. He was at the uh, Phoenix when uh, when lunch, so he may be here. I'm not sure. I want to know. I don't know. Isn't I think he may be out west actually still. So want to know who your favorite driver was growing up and i i, I wanted to make sure kyle wasn't there because if you don't say kyle i don't want him to you know i want him no, to be mad no. you know? kyle was um he wasn't i didn't really know like i wouldn't say notice him but know him growing up until i got older older but uh jimmy johnson definitely that's who um inspired me to start racing honestly i i i, I get it man that was i, I <laughs> you're a jeff say. gordon fan aren't you yeah i was jeff gordon and dale jr growing up in the 2000s which is kind of i guess contradicting in a way but man i just couldn't stand jimmy just just because of how good he was man yeah him he, and chad were undefeatable he ruined my childhood i watched him <laughs> win five championships in a, well i mean that's like um, that's like watching the patriots win five super bowls in a row yeah it's that like, was pretty lose boring. all hope lose all hope are you a georgia bulldogs fan so i'm not really as far as other sports i don't watch it as much i don't i don't usually watch tv much any anyways as it is but um if I had to pick, yes, I'm definitely a Bulldogs fan. When I was younger growing up, I watched football. But as I got older, like, got more busy, I, I didn't watch TV. Just a gearhead. Like, right really... Just a gearhead, huh? That's what they call yeah. us. Yeah. Yep. All yep. my friends gearhead. call me gearhead. So <laughs> I figured that. All right, Chandler, I know you got a, uh, a good, fun lunch coming up with the team to celebrate that awesome victory at Vegas uh, here in a second. I got one final thing for you. So – uh, I know we had talked at the Snowball Derby. We got to meet you briefly, and we've had our moment at Bristol and now Vegas. Oh, before I say this, though, guess where else I picked you to win at? Phoenix. 
No, I actually didn't. I had Sheldon. Oh. Uh, and Sheldon fell off on the long run. I had you at Knoxville. Oh, so that, was that burns. Bummer. That burns. Tell me, do you, I mean, dude, I, I watched the replay like a hundred times. I was so pissed. You had to be ahead of Austin Hill at that costume. Did you not think so, you were ahead of him? So I, we went back and looked at it. So my front bumper was ahead of him, but all of the uh, the timing lines and stuff Scoring where the transponders are, they're in the rear of the truck. So where the timing line is, he had just enough time for the rear of the truck. Like he got me by literally like a few inches, like a few inches. And that's what sucks because I don't know if you remember that race that much, but we oh. were on a completely tire strat, different tire strategy. Like our tires were completely they were slick tires at the very end of the race. So restarts, I struggled. I couldn't fire off because we stayed out. The very last pit stop everybody came in, took four, we stayed out. So I was on those tires for, I think it was at least over 100 laps. They were about to be gone. Like I, I do remember that. I restarted two more. They were, I would have been done. Dude, that killed me. Especially with all those cautions just kept coming and coming and coming and it hurt. It hurt a lot because I had picked you a few times because I was like, he's gonna, he's gonna break through eventually. He's gonna break through <laughs> and win one of these. Yeah. And that one killed the soul. So, but we came back and you came back specifically exactly. and got it done. So, my last point here before I let you go, um, if you kept up with us at all and all the garage fam at hall, we at home, we all know that Sheldon Creed was truck god the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna start a linear, a linear path of truck gods coming up, and regardless. Yeah. I haven't talked to Sheldon, but Sheldon is in the Xfinity series now. So Chandler, I have a, a declaration for you. Uh, would you like to be truck God the second for the garage family? Let's home? do it. Let's truck do God it. the second, Chandler Smith, new truck Let's God it. Chandler. Look, and, and it doesn't matter about the championships. It doesn't matter about the number of wins, which Kyle Busch would, would be the truck God technically, but <laughs> it matters how much money you win us when we bet on you. So Chandler there Smith has been really good at that. Sheldon Cree was good at that. It was, it's time to pass the torch. Chandler Smith, That's truck right. God number two. We really appreciate you coming on, man. I hope you guys have a good lunch, and hopefully at Atlanta you get to win at your home track, man. Heck, yeah. I appreciate it, man. Take it easy. It was fun doing this. Garage fam, make sure you check us out for more content all across YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, for all the best NASCAR sports betting content on planet Earth and in the universe. Garage guys, Chandler, thanks again, dude. Good luck this weekend. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. It's the garage guys. 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 It's it's the garage guys.